I got a confession, which actually, as I think about it, as I say it out loud, it's not really a confession. It's more of just like obvious obs like observation. And it's this. I'm an opinionated person. And I'm opinionated about a lot of different things, especially about anger. And I want to talk with you about what anger looks like. Because I think for a lot of us, we have totally misconstrued what anger is. We go to one of either two extremes where we deflect, avoid, deny, escape <laughs> our anger. Or we just go full throttle, burn that house down, set it all on fire, let everybody that's within a 50-yard radius know that you are upset and somebody needs to do something about that. You may be one of those two extremes, or maybe you know someone who's at one of those two extremes. Either way, I wanted to be able to talk with you very candidly, very frankly about anger because this is something that's definitely passionate to me, my clients, and just life in general. Anger is just one of those issues that everybody has an opinion about, experiences, but yet few use it constructively. And that's what we're going to be doing is talking about how to use anger constructively coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm going to be your Sherpa on this adventure called personal development. And I do this for a lot of reasons. A, because I want to help myself out heal, because you can't reinforce what you've learned unless you teach it and speak it and live it day in, day out. But more important than that, I want to do it because I know that there's somebody listening to this podcast right now who is feeling lost, afraid, feeling amiss with themselves and what they want to experience from not only the things that they have in their heart, but the things around them. They want to have that impact. And I'm hoping that this podcast episode, I mean, with all the other episodes that I've got, will be able to help you steer yourself in the direction that you want to be. Now, that being said, this podcast, Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, is not just designed for enterprise, not just for design for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anybody who would just wants to get their life in order, who wants to be able to communicate first and foremost with themselves, with clarity and confidence, and then with other people. Because here's the thing, you only got one life, baby, but we are teaching people through our interactions that we're afraid or we're anxious or we're unsure of ourselves and they're not giving us the opportunities that we know that we're capable and that we know that we are deserving of because we let our, our amygdala, that part of our brain that wants to go into fight, flight, fawn or flop, j just take over us and pull us away from where we need to be. Because look, here's the thing. Growth is scary. Healing is scarier. And I know for a lot of you guys, you're just wanting people just to keep it 100% real, 100% honest. And this is what I'm going to be delivering to you because I'm not going to give you cheap platitudes. I'm not going to give you just, oh, it's going to be okay. Just have a, a smile on your face and everything's going to be all right. Like, I'm not going to say any of that noise to you because you probably can find that everywhere. Because look, here's the thing. As we get into these episodes about anger and fear and all this stuff, it's going to bring up some real nasty emotions and you may feel uncomfortable. And I want to let you know that's part of the process. So if you are 
down for that. If you are interested in learning more about yourself, interested about breaking free from your limitations, breaking free from the imposter syndrome, breaking free from all the things that you know is within your grasp, then I want to encourage you to hit that follow subscribe button if you if you are listening for the very first time because I want to support you. And this this all this stuff, this ain't no cooking Kool-Aid party now. We're going to be getting into some real stuff that I know that you need to learn from. And I'm hoping that you will be able to be supported and motivated and encouraged through our conversations with one another. And if you have been listening, if you have been enjoying the ride, <laughs> then I want to encourage you to share this podcast with somebody else. Look, here's the thing. We just can't be homies, just you and me. We got to like expand this world toward other people. That way we're all speaking on the same page because you can't be speaking about prosperity and health and healing and understanding yourself. And then the other person's like talking about the last episode on Real Housewives it, or whatever program or Sunday night football, Thursday night football, whatever that's going on in their life. Like it doesn't, doesn't work. So just inviting you to share this podcast. And then also let's be friends on social media. I'm on X Twitter, Denise G Lee there. I am just unfiltered off the cup, just sharing everything that's on my sweet little head at that moment. And uh, I promise you it's going to be good. So Make sure that we're connected. Ask me a question. I I love talking back and forth with my followers. I want us to be connected on social media. And and lastly, if you haven't done so already, check me out on deniseglee.com. Everything that I talk about, I usually write an article about it and I link other science back, psychology articles, all sorts of stuff. So in case your your friends are going like, what does she know about it? She's just a life coach. Then be like, boom, here's an article. Boom, here's the proof. Boom. There's a lot of booms in here. So you'll be booming all over the place with me. That's that's what's gonna happen. And it's gonna be awesome and you're and you're experience it it with other people via reading articles on denisegelade.com. Okay, let's get into today's conversation because I've got a lot of ground to cover and I know that you're short on time and I want to respect your time and making sure that you get what you need. As I was writing down notes about what I want to talk with you about, I was amazed about how much information that was coming, streaming, flowing through my brain. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it overarching with my relationship with anger because you know that I'm a human being and not just some bot just giving you advice that I got off a of chat GPT. I'm going to tell you about how we misuse anger, the cost of anger, and then we're going to end with how to use anger the right way. Because yes, anger can be used the right way. And... I just wanted to say because of my openings that I know that there's people in different stages of healing from their traumatic issues. I mean, I, if you've learned my own story, if you go on denisegelee.com, go to the about page, or you've just been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that my, my life wasn't easy and I haven't really had the best relationship of anger in the past. And I know that some of you guys maybe can be completely disconnected from it where others are defined by the intensity of this emotion. But in order for us to grow emotionally and spiritually, there has to be a part where we can use this core emotion to help us, not hurt us. 
So we're going to dive into how to use that anger for positive change for yourself and your current environment. So let's just talk about me first, because A, it's my podcast, and B, you need to know more about who you're listening to. But <laughs> for the longest time, anger was my primary way of expressing myself. When I wasn't feeling angry about the dysfunctional relationship with my parents, I was irate. I was livid about the direction of my life because I believed everybody owed me something because I just had oxygen streaming through my body and that qualified me for speaking gigs and being places and shaking and moving right with important, fabulous people. Didn't work out that way. I realized that a lot of people don't want to hang out with angry people. And the reason behind all this anger, this seething cauldron of dis discontent was because anger was the primary emotion that was displayed by my relatives in my childhood home. And it was only until I began my emotional journey that I learned that my anger was a choice. Moreover, I discovered that my anger covered many other emotions that I wasn't comfortable sharing with anyone, including myself. And so for those of you who may know someone who may be listening, <laughs> the unpleasant, the uncertain, the uncomfortable, the unfamiliar is so much easier to use anger to be like, all right, I don't want to deal with it. Let's just be angry. Let's just go from zero to angry. I don't want to deal with the fears and the shame and the anxiety. And this is my question for you. And I don't know who's listening to this podcast. So it's just between you and me, right? You and your earbuds and me just talking just one-on-one, -on -one, mano a mano. What was the relationship between your parents and anger? Was it good? Was it bad? Why was it? Do they use anger to help them grow? You might discover as an adult, you may be relating to yourselves and other people based on how they modeled anger to you. And so before I get more into this, you may be thinking, are you saying to, um, uh, anger is bad? No, 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 boo boo. All emotions are designed to help you. Anger is just a tool amongst all other tools. And anger is so interesting because, as I mentioned earlier, it's it's basically a anger covers over so many other emotions. Anger, the anger covers over the anxiety, insecurity, doubt, sadness, grief, all of that. And when we can't understand something, we get irritated. When we get irritated, we get frustrated, and that frustration leads to anger. But in order for us to understand the power of anger, we must understand that it's good for us. It's just an issue of understanding that anger is used to protect our boundaries, manage our energy levels, and to enhance or refine our self-care routine. And for some of you guys, y'all may not have any self-care routine. You're just going from zero to bust. You wake up, you're like, oh, I'm running, running, running hard, and you bust out at the end of the day because you're just so tired, exhausted, because you're letting people stream roll you, and you're so, and you're and you're seething cauldron of emotions underneath that you're fearful ex of expressing because you're so busy people pleasing your way through your day. That's a deeper issue. If you're a client of mine, we're going to be working through that, boo-boo. But <laughs> for the purposes of our conversation, understand that our anger is just alerts. Early alerts. You know, it's hilarious. I love my water heater 
not my water heater, but I've got a water softener in my garage. And it's so fascinating. It's so genius. It, I, whenever I'm thinking, oh, dang, do I need to add more salt to it? Or do I, is it going to, okay, I can walk up to it. And there's like little buttons that says, okay, add more salt or timer set or it's doing whatever. And all I need to do is just hear the or look at the lights. But most likely there's a light that says green for go. We're good. There's no problem. So goes your anger. Your anger is like your alert something. Like something needs to happen. Warning, warning, danger, Robinson, warning. Like it's designed to help you. But the problem is dysfunctional people that you know have not been able to use it appropriately and all hell breaks loose. And look, I love anger. Anger just is used to protect the mistreated abuse. I mean, our, our society has utilized anger to safeguard women and children and individuals and minority communities. Without anger, nobody, I repeat, nobody would be able to recognize and rectify injustices. So we need that anger. But here's the thing. I just believe in, <laughs> from my own personal observations, and just being on this planet for like 40 <coughs> plus years, that our anger has taken a weird and bizarre turn and in our current hypersonic instant news age where news cycles in and out within 24 hours we're constantly reinventing our use of anger and yeah like i said anger is a good thing it helps to wake people people up to important issues however just like there's good and bad there's also bad and the good profit-minded journalists know that they don't get paid unless you click on their articles and what better way to get your attention and to tap into your need to feel excitement and emotion and yes anger can be exciting or based on things that threaten your worldview or your values and to make matters worse they're power hungry politicians and their allies that play that same game each and every election cycle you gotta get them they're taking away your choice they're taking away your rights they know that you won't go and and vote unless you're motivated by something and that something is usually anger and if you came from a a dysfunctional home like i did not exactly the same because we all are have very unique circumstances we have unfocused uncontrolled anger then it's going to result in a whole lot of crazy cray, 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 cray. <laughs> and so now I want to talk about the misuse of anger. And it comes in a lot of different flavors, but I want to first talk about the gl- blame game. This is when we use anger as a defense mechanism where we might be tempted to attribute our shortcomings, faults, mistakes to something or someone else outside of ourselves. And instead of owning our own actions, we blame others, circumstances, external factors. It wasn't me. It was the weather. It wasn't me. That dirty, rotten scoundrel took that last dress, and therefore I had to spend 20 extra minutes at Ross shopping for that outfit. And I'm sorry that I was late for an important meeting, but I needed to make that get that outfit. Not that that ever happened to me. I mean, that just happened to someone that I know as an example. But the point I'm trying to make, we're getting to the cycle where we're perpetually repeating mistakes, 
and misplacing our emotions, ain't nothing getting solved, and it's just a crap storm of insanity. And to make that worse, we are trying to be our own sole judge, juror, executioner for crimes less unpunished when we are, our anger is fixated at a person or a culture or a movement or whatever. And the main problem with that energy is that you or someone you may know may fail. Someone who's not listening to this podcast, by the way, that also is included. Someone that's not listening to this podcast may fail to see how they may have contributed to the behavior of others. Remember, most people, including you, don't want to harm people. You don't wake up and say, like, ha, 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 like Dr. Evil, like, let me see all the delicious, horrible things I can do to other people. Like, no, most people don't do that. But when we're trying to seek punishment, it only causes an emotional stoppage of growth. I remember when I was beginning my own 12-step recovery process that at the point of injury, my growth, my personal emotional growth was arrested. And how true was that? The only way I could relate to other people was through anger. I didn't have a wide breath of adjusting to uncomfortable and unpredictable things. Just couldn't. The last thing about anger is that when we don't use our anger correctly, it's a distraction from real issues. When we are using anger just to kind of ignore what's going on, we are sidetracking our ability to confront difficult truths or decisions. We can't grow. And when we're not able to grow, we miss the important lessons. We miss connecting with people. We miss learning more about ourselves because we just slap on anger. I remember, (laughs) I got so many stories. (laughs) I don't know where to start, but I'll start this one particular one where I was angry when a this was when I was still working for corporate America, uh, I, a coworker was mentioning something to me, and I said, "Look, I don't want you to." I was irritated. I was like, "No, I don't want you to tell me anything about what I'm doing wrong. I just, I just ignore it." And I remember the confused look of my coworker's face, and true to form, she respected that. She never said a damn thing to me afterwards. But what did it do? It taught that my coworker that I was unsafe. It also taught her I was immature and it limited my ability to learn things that otherwise I wouldn't have learned. I mean, heck, even today, I got an email from somebody who was giving me a very detailed message about what their thoughts on my podcast. And one of them was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this was happening on my podcast. No one even told me that. And instead of saying like, oh, I can't believe this person. How dare they say this? I'm the most beautiful person and I make the best podcast. I'd be like, wow, I see truth in that person's word. I want them to feel safe so that we could be able to have ongoing conversations. And so my question for you is, are you using your anger as a shield from ways that you can grow emotionally? Let's get real on this, boo-boo. Are you? Because if, that, if that's the case, some we got we got to talk about this. We can't grow as human beings when we deflect or avoid or evade 
We've got to talk about these things. And I know it's hard. And I know that in our culture today, they just say, well, we just fight back. We just get those dirty run SOBs and we just keep it moving. And they're just haters. Haters. Everyone's just a hater. But what if your haters are actually right? What if your haters are actually saying things that you need to hear, but your anger is preventing you from hearing any of it? It's something for you to think about. So we're going to take a short break, but I just wanted to say right now that anger is a good thing. Anger is used to help you, but there is some not other good things when we don't use anger for positive change. And we're going to get to all of that coming to you after this short break. Okay, we're back. We were talking about how anger is a good thing. Anger is just a tool. We talked about, as you recall, that for a lot of us, we didn't really learn how to express our anger appropriately because we didn't observe what healthy responses to anger look like, specifically from our parents. It could be from our caretakers. Oh, and by the way, as I mentioned this right now, for a lot of us, we replicate the things that we observe from our parents, our cousins, Uncle Jimmy, Uncle Bob, cousin Beatrice, whoever, <laughs> and it forms our life script. And for a lot of us, our life script is actually doing more harm than good. So I created a short little quiz called Your Life Script. It's based on the teaching of Dr. Eric Byrne, the founder of Transactional Analysis, which basically teaches everyone to understand the messages that are playing in your, your brain. It's a 10 to 15 minutes, a short little quiz, and it's designed to help you understand whether or not you're living a satisfactory life. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below so that you can be able to access that. Because I truly think that a lot of us are not living satisfactory lives because we don't understand the tapes that are being played in our brain right now, okay? Now, I, I don't want to be a doom scroller here on this, but I just want to just really nail a little deeper about this whole business of anger because for a lot of us we have been seen from society and the age of the Karens and all activists and all this other stuff that anger is somehow to be lauded well yeah yes depends on how you use it and I tell to my clients all the time like bruh if you are focused on anger all the time negative unconstructive, get that SOB no matter what kind of anger, we fight back kind of anger, boop, boop, your brain is shrinking. When your anger, listen up, well, listen up, it's really important. When your anger is not being used to improve a situation in a mutually positive way for you and the other person or alter how you view yourself, it can be destructive, not to others, but to you. And this can result in many, many problems such as migraines and inflammation-related diseases and issues. And I, let me dive in when I'm talking about that. When, when, when people hear about inflammation, they're just thinking, oh, joint pain or headaches or arthritis. But it also can, I'm talking about a reduction in your brain size. This reduction in brain size is linked to decreased possibility productivity, focus, dementia, and even Alzheimer's disease. So love, why are you trying to put yourself in a horrible early grave by letting your anger take you to places where it was never intended to go? And so I, I know you're listening. You'll be like, all right, Denise, you've just been talking about all the ways your brain can go sideways and your relationship when you misuse your anger. So let's talk about 
how to use the anger the right way. Glad you asked. We love to do that. Listen, when you use your anger, I want you to understand that it is not a bad thing, but it also can be able to speak up your rights, to be able to declare your emotional, physical, and financial boundaries. I'll never forget when huh, I, I was I was in my first apartment. I was living in Greenbelt, Maryland, and I had a boyfriend, and he was my I would actually when I think about it, I wasn't his boyfriend because I never met his mama or his friends. So you, you, you know, ladies, you're listening. You, that's not your man if you've never met like their his relatives or anyone important to him. But anyway, I remember there was a point where. You know, we, we, he, he, I never went to his house. He always came to see me. First, he always came to see me when I was living in a boarding house. And then I got my first apartment. And I remember when he was coming over, I was like, hey, I need you to help pay for some of this food that you're eating. Like, I just can't, like, feed you because he was a bodybuilder. He ate a lot of food. I mean, he, he could shovel it back with ease. And, I couldn't pay for that. Like, I just didn't want to pay for that. And I remember shortly after I said, hey, look, we got to put some boundaries. Hey, look, we got to talk about divvying up expenses. We got to talk about, like, what we need to do as a function as a healthy couple. He was like, deuces, I'm out. And for some of us, well, we have just been in such people-pleasing mode 24-7. We don't recognize when we've got leeches around us. And that anger could be able to alert you, be like, oh, snap, like, this is a shitty situation, and I need to get out. And the fastest way to get out is literally just saying your needs and speaking it with clarity and conviction. Some of y'all need to do that, like, for real. If, keyword, if the relationship is worth saving. If it ain't worth saving, or you're, it's doing more harm than good, I'd be like, just do, do, do sis. Literally say, hey, this is great. We had a great time. This was fun while it lasted. I don't think we're a good fit. Let's keep it moving. Let's make sure that we can like be with other people that <laughs> not and not try to relate with one another because this clearly ain't working. And the other way we can use anger is to forgive ourselves and others. And now you may be thinking like, wait, 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 wait. How can I use anger to forgive others? And myself. Well, let's break that down. Anger is related to passion. And passion, my friend, is connected to feeling invested in the person and the time you spent with them. And it can also be related to a past event from an unresolved issue. I'm thinking about a client and every time he didn't hear a certain word, specifically good morning to him at the beginning of the day, it would irk him out. Sometimes he'd get borderline ang angry. And then what's the real reason behind it? Unspoken or unrealistic expectations. And in a similar way to what you got going on in your life, you can use your anger to help you understand some unspoken assumptions or needs with yourself and as necessary with others. Oftentimes when we're feeling angry, there is some type of rule that's been broken, some cardinal rule that's been broken. And when we use our anger as information, we'd be like, oh, stop. I didn't, I didn't know I felt angry about that. I didn't know I had strong feelings about that. That's what the good thing of anger does. It brings it, bubbles it all up to the surface 
in order to flush things out. Have you ever noticed, this is, this is just me just talking out loud, when you boil any type of meat in a water, in a, in a pot of water, that you know there's fat coating the skin and stuff like that, but there's something about when you heat the water up in a pot, it just boils, 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 and then when it kind of cools down, there's like this film of oil that kind of kind of layers the top. And you can, if you got a ladle or something, you can skim off the fat and just throw it off, throw it away. Well, the same thing goes with your anger. Think of your anger as kind of like that the heat that boils things up and brings it up to the surface that otherwise would be trapped. I wish I had another analogy, but the only thing that's on my analogy right now is, is cooking, so just flow with me on that. Listen, or think about it another way, all right? <laughs> this is a sensitive issue, even for me as I'm speaking about this. How do you know when you are not at the weight that feels good for you? And I'm not talking about the scale. I'm talking about something even a little more obvious. It's about the clothes. You know, when the waistband feels like it's expanding or kind of contracting too much or you got the clothes that you love just don't quite fit, you haven't worn in a while, it's an alert that, hey, whoa, I got to do something with my diet. Something's off here. Anger is your alert system to readjust something in your own emotional diet that maybe you need to be spending more time doing your own self-care. Maybe you need to be spending more time healing through your unresolved traumas. Maybe you need to be addressing some addiction issue. <coughs> if you're listening and this is impacting you or someone that you know, I don't know what your deal is, but I do know that anger is a tool. Anger is designed to help us. Anger is designed for us to heal and to grow. Only if you choose to allow it. Only if. I, I can't control what you want to do, but I do know that your life is short. It's worth living to the fullest, and anger can't help you unless you have a game plan for using it to help yourself and or others. Case closed. Now, as you're listening to this, this is the time you have to ask yourself, how was anger, how was anger modeled to me as a child? How do I use my anger now? Am I letting my anger help me or hurt me? That's something for you to think about. If you're interested in working with me, I check out DeniseGLee.com. There's got buttons all over the place about how to connect with me and also Amazing Attitudes, a great program, a self-study program for you to get in touch with not just anger but all of your emotions in a healthy and positive way. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please feel free to share it wide and far. Write a review if you've been enjoying this. Send me a voicemail message. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. There you'll be able to let me know what you love, what you want to hear more about. I'd like to hear from you. All right. <laughs> and lastly, thank you for investing in yourself and investing in your own personal development. Few people are are actually doing their work because fears and anxieties prevent them from being authentic and vulnerable, but you are doing it right now. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.